0: for joining us today, and welcome back to Black and White, where we speak radical grace, raw truth, and real hope in a great world. I'm your host, East Pass, with my co-host, Micah Maddox, and we are so glad that you came to listen today. Well, Micah, here we are continuing this important series addressing the elephant in the room and our many human frailties here in March, but also the awesome power of our great God to overcome all of our weaknesses— Today, we're going to be talking about battling comparison. Let's kick this discussion off with a scripture from 2 Corinthians 10-12. We do not dare to classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves. When they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they are not wise. Micah, have you ever battled comparison? (laughs) Denise,
1: (laughs) you're putting me right on the spot. Wow, now after reading that verse, I'm like... Well, (laughs) conviction.
0: Nope, we haven't. The show's done. That's right.
1: That's it. Peace out. We're done. Um, Wow. You know, I definitely have battled comparison. I think it's a constant struggle. I think Mm -hmm. it's something that I will feel like I conquer, and I'm really good, and then something comes up and I see somebody else who's doing something so good. And they're just amazing. And it seems Mm -hmm. like it's so blessed by God what they're doing. And I'm like, man, I want some of that. How do I get there? And how do I do that? So I think this is something that we consistently struggle with. Mm -hmm. You know, last week we talked about temptation. I think comparison is one of those temptations that Mm -hmm. the enemy puts before us over and over and over. Comparison is truly a contentment trap.
0: Yes. Right?
1: Oh, that's good. So it makes us totally trapped and not feel
0: like we're ever enough. Mm. Not feel like we have enough. That is such a place I think a lot of people can identify with, this lack of worth and insecurity, and then that fuels the comparison. Oh, boy, this one might be stepping on all of our toes today, I think. (laughs) But you know what's great? The more we let our toes be stepped on, The more we want to have our shortcomings revealed, actually want that, the more we position ourselves into God's grace, and the more we are made into His image.
1: I love that. I think it's so, so important that we realize we are constantly being molded and shaped. Mm. And, you know, even though our life may not be what we want it to be, and we may not feel like it's perfect, and it's not as good as so-and-so's, and, and, you know, we just don't have it together like they do— we are constantly being transformed if we're keeping our eyes on Christ, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the deal: we are bombarded with everyone else's images all the time, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know about you, actually, I do know Denise, <laughs> but but my Facebook notifications are constantly ticking and dinging, and I'm seeing what everyone else is doing. Yes, and it can easily make me compare myself and feel like, you know what? I just don't quite have as good of a blog as she does. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a following like they have. And all of a sudden, instead of focusing on the thing that God has called me to, mm-hmm. I'm focusing on my own self. And it's like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Totally <laughs> missed it, Micah. Like sin in a cup. I served it up, you know? And I think that with social media, mm-hmm. we have to suit up for battle, Yes. even when we just open a little app on our phone and see what everybody else is doing.
0: We do. And I think you just said something there at the end that I was just thinking, you know, it is not about us. Mm. Everything we're doing down here is for God's glory. And so if I'm trying to compare to what he has another one of his servants doing, that's sin in my life. Um and I think that A lot of times we do that because of going back to that insecurity and maybe jealousy or feeling we don't measure up. And God says, right where I have you is where I have you. You know, I'm writing the book uh, Shame Off You this year, and comparison is such a widespread cause of shame in our lives. Whether it is the perception of our need to measure up to others around us or our own ideas in our brain, comparison robs us of the joyful, an abundant life God has for us as his children. Why do you think we compare, Micah,
1: well, let me back up a second. So Denise just shared with you guys that she's writing her book, Shame <laughs> Off You. She said it's so chill, but it's super exciting
0: because tell us when your book comes out. Uh, I believe September, and I actually have to turn the manuscript in, which by the time you hear this podcast, it will already have been done. Yay! The podcast turned in. So, podcast turned in. I guess I could wish I was already at that spot in time, but right where, <laughs> <laughs> right where I'm at, I'm So enjoying, just as I'm writing, even being set free more from shame in my life.
1: Isn't it amazing when you write something, you know, when I wrote my book, it was like God was transforming me. Mm -hmm. You know, this book, obviously your book and my book, they're going out to other people and it's going to be a blessing. And we may never know, you know, how many people it really Mm -hmm. touches, but I don't know about you personally, God changed my life through writing that. Oh, yes. He just revealed himself in ways that I had never experienced before. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, we are super excited for you, Denise, and we cannot wait to see what God does with Shame Off You. Praise the Lord. Yay. So why do we compare? You know, I think it's just our flesh. Mm. We, we want to be good enough, right? Mm. Everybody wants to be good enough. We want to be accepted, and we want to survive, and we want to thrive. We want to succeed. Mm. And we have to decide what's our measuring stick, Right. You know, Mm -hmm. and a lot of times we do exactly what our key verse said not to do. Those who measure themselves (laughs) by themselves are not wise. I do that. Mm -hmm. Often, I will take the measuring stick of someone else's victories and say, hmm, are mine big enough, Mm -hmm. right? I'm like, man, shame on me, right?
0: (laughs) No, shame off you, friend. That's right.
1: (laughs) I need your book.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, comparison distracts us from God's call on our lives. Our lives aren't supposed to look like anybody else's. And when we get in that trap, you know, as you were saying earlier, you know, trying to get in another lane and trying to compare and say, oh, I should be doing what they're doing, that is deception. And we get lost. And it isn't ever supposed to look like what someone else is doing. And when we compare, it keeps us busy trying to perform rather than being authentic and boasting, listen to this, boasting in our weaknesses Mm. in order that God may be glorified. You know, sometimes people can boast and brag, and sometimes when you stick yourself out there on social media... People can even judge you for that. Like, why are you, you know, why are you out there doing that? I've just got to tell people about how good God is. He set me free. I'm not doing it for me. Amen. That's hay, wood, and stubble. But I will boast about my weaknesses, and we've been doing some of that. (laughs) (laughs) Confession. (laughs) Oh, you know,
1: it really comes down to how do we get out of this trap? right? Mm-hmm. How do we stop comparing? And I don't know about you, but I've learned, especially in the calling that God has put on my life as a Christian author and as a speaker, and as I'm out traveling and you know being around other women who do similar things mm-hmm. as I do, I have learned that if I can stay in my lane, then I can be free of comparison. And what I mean is, you know, I've got to keep my eyes on Jesus. And I've got to say, okay, if God wants me to do that event, He's going to invite me. Yes. (laughs) Right? Amen. So instead of saying, (laughs) oh, I wish I could book more speaking engagements, or I wish I could go to that event and be their keynote speaker. No, no, no. If God wants me there. I would be invited there. And so when I can stay in my lane and realize I'm right where God wants me to be. If that's right here on this black and white podcast, mm-hmm. or if that's with twelve women at a mops group, that's okay because that's my lane and that's where God has me. And that's where I find peace. And I don't have to compare. And I don't I don't need what someone else has because that's their lane. If we all ran in the same lane, right? <laughs> We'd have a problem. We'd be tripping and fumbling and I I think that's the key. Mm -hmm. So as whoever's listening, I know there's women listening out there who are like, yeah, but, you know, Denise and Micah, they've got a podcast. Or, you know, so-and-so over here has written 52 books, and she's been on the New York Times bestseller. That's my goal. No, no, no. Our goal Mm -hmm. should be, hey, I want to please my Lord and my Savior. And if that means a New York Times bestseller, well, glory to God for that. But if that means I sell 52 books
0: out of the back of my trunk, praise God for that. You know, and I've had those moments. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I think a lot of it just comes down to, will we really take the assignment God has for us? Wow. Do we want, you know, our idea, which is this glamour idea, you know, we don't know the pain somebody had to walk through in the assignment that God has for them. The books that Micah has written, I've written, those came from a place of pain
1: Mm.
0: where God changed us. You know, and every time I used to say to the Lord, Lord, if you want to give me a song without me having to go through it first, I would love it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny you say that.
0: I always tell my husband... I don't
1: want anything else to write about, right? I don't want another book to write
0: about because I write from the deepest, hardest places. Yes. Well, see, I must be a glutton for punishment because I'm like, give me another book. I love writing. No, but it, it's just this. Oh, my heart is so stirred by getting in his word and writing, you know. But I think another way of getting out of comparison is truly avoiding um, jealousy, and adopting and cultivating a kingdom mentality. This kingdom mentality is fueled by God's truth, grace, and hope. Someone else's success could never color or affect what God is doing in my life. That is so beautiful. It's, you know, it's so true. I think we try to think, oh, it should look like that. And if we just lay that down and say, God, I don't care what it looks like. I just want to be obedient. And I don't want to compare to anybody else more. Boy, if you could just pray like that to the Lord and ask him to help us to just do what he's called us to do and compare ourselves to just Christ alone and say, wow, Lord, I fall so short, but his glory is enough to cover our mistakes. Amen. Amen. I love that. You know, especially
1: in what we do, Denise. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's so many women that are wanting to do the same type of thing that we do. And that's awesome. Yes. I think it's great. And I think if God has called you there, you need to run with all your might, arms wide open, and just take flight in the call that God has given you. But don't be disturbed. Distracted Maybe. and deceived by seeing someone else's journey and thinking yours should look the same, right? Mm-hmm. You've gotta stay in your lane. And remember, it's all for the kingdom. Yes. It's for the kingdom. It's not so that I can be seen, right? But it's so that we can see clearly what God has for us. So when we when we are doing this to want to be seen, that's when we know, oh wait, 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 I'm comparing. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. If I want more likes, oh, I'm I'm comparing. Mm-hmm. If I need more followers, oh man, I'm crunching numbers and I'm comparing and I'm missing it.
0: Mm, that's so good. I think if we're able to let go of the results, that's a huge thing too, because we can idolize that, right? Instead of saying, "Okay, God, here I am, use me," mm-hmm. and I don't need to compare and I don't need to worry about, "Hey, this equals success." You know, if I do this or if that happens. No, it's just being obedient. And I like how uh, Glennis Whitworth said it. There's enough pie for everyone to have a piece of the pie because God's pie just keeps getting bigger. Comparison starts in the mind and we have a choice on what we think on. So good. So here
1: here's where it comes down and the rubber meets the road for me <laughs> is in my mothering, mm. right? And I can I have this job if you will in this ministry of being a speaker and an author, and it's awesome and wonderful, but my real full-time job is as a mama right now. Right. And it's so easy and tempting to get distracted by what all the other mamas are doing out there. Mm-hmm. You know it starts from the teeny tiny baby stage when it's like oh do we breastfeed or do we not? And this group says if you just <laughs> breastfeed your baby that's the best way and you're like, oh no, you know what am I gonna do Lord And um, just to clarify out there, I'm not telling you if I breastfed or not you can just, <laughs> we'll leave that up to the mystery. Um, but you know when we look at our mothering, when we look at if we if you're a wife, And you look at other people's relationships. And when we start putting our eyes on everyone around us, once again, it's like, oh man, wait a second, wait a second. I have a husband who needs me. He doesn't need me to be like my neighbor's wife, right? Right. He needs to be, I need to be in my lane. And I need to stay in my lane as a mama. I need to stay in my lane as a wife. I need to stay in my lane as a woman and as a child of God. And if I can do that, If I can stay in my lane and keep my eyes on Jesus, I can learn truly how to be content and not compare.
0: Well, that is so needed today, and I, I I can tell you, I will go there and I'll say, "I nursed," (laughs) (laughs) but you know what? It hurt, and I,
1: right? I I I know, I do know.
0: I would look at the Norman Rockwell images and I'm like, God, why can't it be like that for me? But I was a poster child for like least prepared. But, you know, I realized that even then that it robbed my joy. And if I nursed or if I didn't, or if I homeschool or if I don't, or if I let my kids do this or that, it it goes on and on. Mm. It is not to be compared with other people. You have to follow the Lord's leading in your own life.
1: I agree. And I think that's where really, you know, as we talk about this podcast, black and white and the gray area, when it comes down to it, God reveals for each family, for each woman, for each person, what they should do in their life. I love how Mm. you talk about, you know, homeschool or or not, you know, and for us, it's like, okay, homeschool, Christian school, public school, private school, what, what do we do? And it comes down to, hey, you got to do what's best for your family. Yeah. You got to do what's best for each child. I have friends who one's in public school, one's in private school, one's home.
0: Mm. You know,
1: mm-hmm. and it's like that's awesome. <laughs> that that is. is awesome because they're taking each child and saying, "Okay, God, what would you have for this one?" Mm. You know, and wow. so don't let anybody dominate or try to tell you or convince you that what you're doing isn't right if you are following the will and the way of God. Yes. Right.
0: And sometimes that can be hard to tell because we can just be so hard on ourselves. I know I have been. uh, I think I'm a recovering perfectionist. Uh, I'd like to think (laughs) I've recovered to some degree. I'm I'm like kind of chill now compared to what I used to be. But, you know, there's such radical grace in what we're sharing today. When we compare ourselves to Christ, we realize we never could measure up. And that's so freeing. But He covers us completely with His mercy and love. I love that. And the raw truth
1: is that, you know what, comparison makes us slaves to the fear of man. Mm. It completely robs us from contentment. Mm. But the truth is that someone else's success can never color or affect what God is doing in my life.
0: That is profound and so true. You know what I've learned to do is truly rejoice. When I see other people accomplishing things, I realize it's God in them. Isn't that awesome? When you can get to that place, Mm -hmm. we
1: don't naturally do that. Oh no! We naturally see someone's success and we're like, "Man, I gotta run harder! I gotta (laughs) run faster!" Right?
0: And it's like, "No, no, 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 no! Let them go." Hey, you've never seen me run a ten (laughs) k, (laughs) girl. Let me just tell you—you know—it's not pretty. a mess, but I'm just glad to finish. That's (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Finish
1: well. Finish well. The race God has set before you. And, you know, finally, the real hope that we have is when we can let go of comparison and embrace our identity in Jesus Christ, we truly find joy. Mm. And we are able to reach the world around us that needs God so desperately. The only way we can truly be the light and the hope that we need, the only way we can truly be the light and the hope that we need to be is when we realize, hey, I need to stay in my lane. God has a plan and a will for my life. Did you know God has a will and a plan for your life? Go run that race this week. Amen. You have been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth.